This episode is brought to you by MDC Strategy. By the Hood has partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet gurus selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much more. For more information, visit mdcstrategy.com. This is not investment advice. It's for educational and informational purposes only. People are going people, right? Because the thing about it is, like you just said, human nature, right? But the thing is, we're creatures, and we're creatures of habit, right? We're just like every other creature in the wild, except for we, we, we're nobody. Nothing in the wild is being um, programmed, right? Their programming comes from genetics. Our programming comes from genetics plus all these other things, right? And so we gotta, we gotta be very, very, very diligent in in what we consume, and that's everything, right? What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that is with gratitude. I want to say thank you to all of our supporters, all of our members of MDC Strategy, all of the youth from the By the Hood ownership camp. Um, I got my partner in Crown Core. Me, Core, what's up, good brother? Man, nothing. I'm chilling. Every day above ground's a good day. So let's go get it. Yeah, absolutely, man. And for those who may be tuning in or listening for the first time, this is the By the Hood podcast. We talk about all things revolving personal finance and black wealth and everything in between. And we sometimes make connections to things that people don't even recognize are related to black wealth, but they are in our eyes. So, you know, we kind of talk about our experiences and anything revolving personal finance and black wealth. I have an article I want to talk about today, Core. Um, you know, this is an interesting article. Matter of fact, let me, for those that are watching the video, Again, you'll be able to see the article as I look at it. For those that are listening to the audio, I will put a link to the audio the audio in the show notes as well as a description of this specific episode so you can take a look at this article. Um, but those watching, you'll get a chance to see the article, but you'll also be able to click and read the article in case you want to. So I do want to say that. But this is an article that comes from CNBC. So the title of the article says, Shoppers embrace girl math, in quotes, girl math to justify luxury purposes, purchases. I'm sorry, luxury purchases. Here's how it works. Right. So a couple key points from the article, and this is written by uh, Jessica Dickler. Shout out to Jessica Dickler of CNBC. Pause that. Um, but it says TikTok's late tre- latest trend aims to reframe the narrative around luxury indulgences. Girl math breaks down the price of an item by the cost per wear, right? However, with any big ticket purchase, consumers should first consider the trade-offs, experts say, especially if it comes at the expense of your financial well-being, right? So here's the part of the article, which is interesting. They started right off by saying, by nearly every measure, Americans are financially strained. So you can click on this and it'll give you different data points showing that right now we seem to be financially strained overall Yet we're coming up with new ways to justify expensive purchases. The latest way is something that's coined, uh, quote unquote, girl math. 
it breaks down the price of an item by the cost per wear. So if you use an expensive handbag every day for a year, for example, then it might only set you back a few bucks each time you wear it. Alternatively, buying something on sale not only means you'll spend less, but the differences can be considered found money, which can be put towards something else. So it says, while the term originated from an unflattering view of women in their finances, TikTok's latest trend aims to reframe the narrative around luxury indulgences. So I'll let you guys read the rest of the article um, by by clicking on it. But it breaks down how, you know, the quote unquote girl math is what they call it, how it works, how people look at specific purchases. Um, and what I'll say is this. Generally speaking, I try to stay out of women, uh, women's business. Um, so I don't want anybody, um, you know, clapping at me for what we're getting ready to have this conversation, what we're getting ready to say. But this is an interesting article when it pertains to black wealth in this way. Um, a lot of us have an income problem. We don't have enough income, but some of us have a spending problem. Right. You know, um, and this new wave of trying to break things down per where can cause a lot of harm to some of our folks. Uh, Core, would you agree with that? Yeah, man, that, 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 what they were talking about was, that was dumb. <laughs> like, I'm trying, like, doing the math on that, like, like, if you buy stuff that don't bring back value, um, whether, you know, like, food and stuff like that bring back value because it keeps you alive. But if you buy stuff that don't bring back value, it's, it's a bad buy. It's All right, so bad regardless of how many times you use it or or whatever, like it's like I don't know, man. So so it let me let me let me add this to the conversation, right? So it's not it's not that I'm am against indulgences or whatever that may be. I have a, a way to look at it. One of the things we talked about in the past, like um with our with our brothers and sisters from the Black Wealth Project, is having what we call the tricking budget, right? Where you budget for all your indulgences, so you don't have to worry about it. But we know Americans don't got no trick budget. Most don't. Americans don't got a thousand dollars saved, and most Americans don't have. They starting in a two thousand dollar hole. We talked about this on previous shows. Yes, we have. So these so when you buy these indulgences, these luxury items, like what you're doing is you're 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 digging a deeper hole into an already deep hole. Like you just digging the hole deeper so let me tell you something that comes with experience right is um when i was younger and i would talk to people about working on their finances a lot, a lot of times i wouldn't like give them any grace it's like you know you're spending stop spending but as i get older and get wiser and read and study I, and i start to understand that human nature is to spend right because that's just what it is but when you look at the amount of money that is poured into marketing right we're fighting an uphill battle, bro. Like, oh, for sure. we are marketed to and sold to 24 7, 365. The marketing don't give you the data, it just gives you feelings. And people it gives you feelings, feelings, but people react to feelings. Would you agree that people tend to react? No, more people, people love feelings, but man, listen, man. Drake said, you know, uh, what he said, he said, uh, over what did, he said, something over, over data, something. You know what I mean? Like he said, I don't know like, what the bar is, but now you gotta let me know because I gotta use that somehow in a meme or he something. Said, he said, but, he said something over data. And like, you know what I mean? Like basically saying, like, feelings over data. Like, basically, I got all the data that says I'm the best, and all you got is your feelings to talk about. Okay. And basically, that's where the bar go. But he um 
that that's really what it is, right? Because that's what marketing does. It gives you the warm fuzzies, right? It mm-hmm. gives it elicits a feeling, right? So they market in certain colors and they market in certain uh you know like warm colors and and they give you you know they, they got jingles so that you remember the you know and stuff like that so like you gotta we we talk about the book brand washed all the time yeah yeah we and always you gotta, that you gotta you gotta watch it you gotta watch your neck 24 7 like this is something that but here's the thing about. though and, and, and it's not that i'm even being judgy right i think the whole term of girl math or whatever it's just a new way to justify yeah, blowing I, the bag right i'm not even talking but, about the term because the term yeah. is weird yeah, but what I'm saying is the one thing this this made me think about is this uphill battle we're facing. And again, I'm not exempt from it either. But no, not what, at I, all. what I try to do is to figure out um, what what things not only add value, what things do I enjoy, and blow a bag over there, but also make sure that I'm like very very um, conscious when it comes to the other things, right? So I'll give you an example. And, and you know, there's something I've been doing for years, but I've also been reading it. Um, in the, uh, the book, I'll teach you how to be rich. Uh, what's the brother's name? Rami, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Don't want to mess it up. But he has the Netflix show. But he talks about this in his book and even on a Netflix show, where you know if you're going to be if, so for my thing, I like gadgets, right? I like I like smartphones and things like that. I'll blow a bag there. I talk to you about this all the time. I like first class travel, so I'll blow bags there. But I don't spend tons of money on clothes. I don't spend tons of money on cars. Like a lot of like friends and family love cars. They got to have the newest this. Dog, my car is. I don't even know how old it is at this point. But you were graduating from middle school. Dog, my Toyota, my Toyota is getting around. Like, see what I mean? But the thing is, I just don't put value. And I once did when I was younger. I cared about that. But right now, I don't put value on that. So the things that I do value, I blow it back there. That's a system that works for me. But um, so it's not that I'm against that. It's just that for me, it's all about conscious spending. If that makes any sense. No, it makes a lot. Not of that you can't spend, but be conscious of what you're spending. Yeah, so for be conscious me, of the way we raise our daughters, man. <laughs> Had to get that bar off. Go ahead, though. I'm on my fault, bro. <laughs> Yo, we stay going off. On <laughs> uh, but what I what I what I would say is that um, people are going people, right? And so the thing is, we gotta we gotta change the psychology. We gotta we gotta hey, fight. Not, we got we gotta fight the psychology. Me. Because I'm not trying to cut you off. I want you to repeat that though, because that's my favorite quote from you of all time. I actually say it about once a day. I got it from you, but it's the it's, it, it encompasses people, everything. People are going people, right? Because because the thing about it is, like you just said, human nature, right? But the thing is, we're creatures, and we're creatures of habit, right? We're just like every other creature in the wild, except for we we we're nobody. Nothing in the wild is being um programmed, right? Their programming comes from genetics. Our programming comes from genetics plus all these other things, right? And so we gotta we gotta be very, very, very diligent in in what we consume, and that's everything, right? Like for me, I don't even get on social media no more, right? I only get on only get on social media to talk to the to the few folks that I talk to, and I barely even get on then, and then. Yeah, I, know, I um, noticed that. I noticed your, your your usage of social media has like dropped off a lot. Cause it's it's bad for me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like eating hey, a cheesesteak every day. It's it's yeah. like it's like eating a cheesesteak every day. It's like eating water ice and pretzels every day. Like those are Philly staples. But if you eat them every day, you're gonna be seven hundred pounds. 
So you gotta, hey, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ease back off of some of that. I, I might have one once a month instead of once a day. You know what I mean? I might have one every. So it's not that you can't have these purchases. Taking it back to the point, but you can't mm-hmm. have them as often as as most people are are doing it, right? People will say, "Well, I worked hard for this," and they're doing it every single check, right? You get a yeah. check every two weeks, and every two weeks you you finding something to blow a bag on. Whereas space it out some you know what i mean like not that you can't do it give it some space give it some room you right. know what i mean so here here's the thing um and you know the, the famous phrase is uh, what am i what am i work for if i can't treat my i gotta treat myself right but so so <laughs> see, so what people don't understand is math right right now you're the second you are is the youngest you ever going to be right and so you're getting older and so now is the time to stash away for your older self. Like people do not think about their older selves at all. And you I was you, one of those yeah. people. You gotta take I care of your one older of those self. people. You gotta take care because the person that's gonna take care of your older self the best is you right now, right? You gotta take. You gotta think about what I'm gonna look like in 20 years. What is my health gonna be like? What is my, you know what I mean? And you gotta start to think about those things. And most people don't think about them things. People, most people can't see past the day because they working eight hours a day. Then they got to drive an hour back and forth to work. Then they got to feed themselves. Then they got kids. They got spouses. They got boyfriends, girlfriends. They got, you know, life events they want to attend. And so they don't think about what is the older me going to look like. They yeah. got to spend just a, a few seconds, a few minutes thinking about what, you, what your older you is going to look like. It started. It started. You know, to take care of the older you, because the younger you has the most more the most energy you're ever going to have, right? You're 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 never getting younger, right? And so you the, the you have to get everything set up for the older you right now, yeah. like most people not thinking about that, right? Like most people was in high school, they don't understand that your 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 status and those four. Those four to seven years between high school and those first three or four years with those college years, that that 16 to 23 year old range, it determines the vast majority of what happens in your life. Mm. It just determines everything, because if you are a, a terrible student, you don't go to trade school, you don't go to the military, you don't go to college, you will end up working for ten dollars an hour for the rest of your life. And that's not a bad life. That's just not the life that most people want. Right, so, so you, you got about decision making. Uh, I like what you said, and I think that maybe that's the way we need to frame these conversations. Is about taking care of your future self. So shout to our brother Don Johnson, man. And I'm gonna keep shouting Don out because Don um, got me in this fire group on Facebook, and it's I, I, I've told him on our show and all that. It's one of my favorite groups on Facebook because it's a bunch of black folks who practice the fire movement. And what I like about the folks in that group is it's a whole different way from like the Instagram, TikTok flashy like you know um private jet it's, it's a whole different thing they're actually talking about the fundamentals of investing and saving and what you said is a way that we need to start framing the conversations about taking care of your future self you just said that in my classes when i be when i teach at schools this mm-hmm. is the first conversation i had with people like we, we, i had these conversations with 15 year olds and none of them want to hear it but they will never be able to say that they never heard it but the thing is, though, even 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 as you get into your your twenties, your thirties, your forties, even your fifties, right? If you're in your fifties, right? I'm not there yet. You want to live most very very very. Most people lived into their sixties and seventies, right? 
So if you're going to live into your 60s and 70s and you're 25 right now, you still got another 35 summers. Yeah. You Listen, got 35 man. summers to take care of yourself if Listen, you're 25. Sean, Sean Jacobs, a.k.a. Sheik Luch, once said, uh, plan for your future because you figure you're going to be older way longer than you're going to be younger. Yep. It's the key to life. You know, shout out to Sean Jacobs. You know, I had to get my locks bar off. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. Like, damn, I got, I have to take care of my future self. You know, no one's going to come. No, no one owes you anything. And I think that's another conversation. That's a whole podcast because a lot of us walk around feeling like the world owes us something. Um, and nobody the, owes the, us anything. The person that takes care of your future self is the best is you. You take care of future you with your decisions you make today. Like, and that's called accountability. Most people aren't accountable. And we, I talk about this all the time. I don't mm-hmm. deal with most people because most people aren't accountable to anything, not even themselves. And by the way, I want to add to this conversation that this isn't a judgmental conversation because all of us struggle with it, right? No, I'm no, gonna no, tell no. you what this is, this no, is I'm, I'm just adding because for everybody listening me. or people watching, right? I'm not talking to you. I'm saying for people listening or watching, I want them to understand that, right? Because real fast, let me tell you the secret to building wealth, right? And and, and here's the thing, right? We can watch a gazillion YouTube videos, we can listen to 57 podcasts, right? But the truth, the fact of the matter is, everything comes down to discipline. discipline everything comes down to discipline. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I've, I've been fighting, trying to lose weight for, for years at this point, right? And what I know is when I'm successful is when I'm most disciplined, right? So sometimes we're disciplined in one part of our life and not the other. But everything comes down to discipline. Once you have that understanding, um, you can watch and listen to how many, read, read as many books as you want, listen to all you want. But if you don't have the discipline, it doesn't matter. Right. And it doesn't even matter sometimes what your income is, because we've seen people who have high incomes with no discipline and they're broke. We see it in sports all the time. Right. Lottery winners, sports players. Yeah. Yeah. People people come into a bag and just listen me. I came into a bag bag. And but the discipline wasn't I wasn't I wasn't (laughs) I wasn't prepared. Right. So. So the fact of the matter is, I don't we're not having this conversation from a judgmental place. But this article made me think about how. When you want something, you ever you ever but want something so bad you justify it anyway. You start telling yourself all kinds of stuff like every day. I do it every day. day. I do it every day with potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run later. That's cool. I can have them. Yeah, like, and all I do is pick up my son and walk up and down steps. So I'm losing <laughs> weight. It's just very slow because I gotta eat a bag of chips in between. Like but I'm you not can burning enough you calories. Can talk yourself into anything. Yeah, but man. I think what you said is key, and I like the way you said it. You have to take care of your future self, right? I might, I might make that the title of this episode because I think that point kind of um encompasses everything we're talking about. Whether we're talking about girl math, um, and you guys can read the article, and I, I think it's funny. At least people are doing math, you know. Shout out to Akil Parker, right? People are doing some sort of math, but you know, to justify purchases is kind of wild, especially in the times we're living in when everybody is struggling, inflation is through the roof, you know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, not from a judgmental place. We believe in indulgences. Everybody has be wilding, bro. Just, yeah. just say, say what it is. People be wilding. Yeah. But I think, Corey, your point, and I only want to, like, keep talking too long because this has been an interesting conversation. I love to hear what everybody watching this thinks. If you are watching this or listening, make sure you subscribe to our podcast Share this out with people, but give us some feedback, right? Leave it in the comment section of the video, um, inboxes, however you got to get to us. But I love to hear, um, what do you think about the term girl math? What are some of the things you struggle with as it pertains to discipline? Is it money? Is it weight? Is it spending time with family? Because discipline is everything, man. Discipline 
um, uh, you know, is what I, what I said. Nairobi, action word. Discipline. <laughs> Nairobi was selling a T-shirt. Uh, she said something. Her shirt said discipline. Is over than motivation. motivation. Yeah, greater than motivation. Discipline is greater than motivation. Discipline right? over motivation. Yeah, yeah. Discipline over motivation. So shout out to shout out to Nairobi. You don't um, wake up with motivation every day, but discipline you can wake up with every single day. So I would like to know what you guys struggle with in terms of discipline, or you know, maybe you got it all together. Um, and the last question I have for everybody is: What is the most ridiculous purchase that you talked yourself into that you knew you ain't had no business doing? You knew you ain't had no business doing it, but you talked yourself into it. I got a number of them, so I don't even know how to narrow it down. But I'm asking the question. I, I, I have, I have, I have one and one A. So I have two. Uh, one was my my purchase of lots of Versace gear when I was in in um in um when I was in Miami. The first time I ever went to Miami, I spent twenty thousand dollars in like three days. I had a Versace purchase that was ridiculous too. I bought a Versace belt, and I never forget like the look on my mother's face when she saw because she knew I got it from Vizori. Shout out to Vizori's on Germantown Avenue, and I spent over a nickel for the for the belt. And the thing is, it was my money. I was working, but her face, she was like, she like she gave you the ugliest. Yeah, she gave me the ugly. She said, "You spent what?" She was like, "Why on a belt?" Yeah, she couldn't say anything because she didn't pay for it. But she's like, "Do you realize like?" Now, that's when how she many, how many man hours you put into that that's belt? Exactly where she went. That's exactly where she went. How many hours of your work, bro? I ain't gonna lie to you. I probably was only making like four twenty-five an hour. <laughs> you spent three summers by <laughs> like a whole summer on a belt. But I was killing them though. Like you know, what I'm saying anyway. Uh, so that was a dumb purchase. Yo, the dumbest purchase I ever made actually was a business purchase, right? And this is why I hate real estate gurus that get on Instagram and everything and talk about the. They know what no one talks about the bad deals. Dumbest purchase I made, I bought a bank building one time, right? What? In Carolina. Because I because at the time, well, at the time, this is before 08 when they were giving away money. Like it was, they was like, you who want money? You want money? So, you know, I had a tenant, which was a bank, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna bring the name up, shot the WF. But I knew nothing about commercial real estate, triple net leases, about the difference between operating in say single family properties versus that. It was a whole new world. I didn't like it. I hated it. Um, some people love it and think it's better than single family. But for me, I just, it was a terrible purchase too, right? It was a terrible purchase. I happened to get out unscathed, but it was probably the dumbest purchase I've ever made in my life. But I did it because, I mean, I was Yeah, no, I could. And also it was like, yo, real estate, all real estate purchases, all real estate purchases my, aren't my, great. Let me say my, that again. My, my, uh, Let me repeat that. I have a number of purchases of property that are absolutely dreadful, right? The good thing about real estate is sometimes if you have patience, you can just wait it out, right? So that's the one thing I do have. But I hate the fact that people get online and say that you can't lose buying real estate because that is a damn that is false. I've made several bad purchases. Is 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 why even as a real estate investor, I haven't made a purchase in years at this point. I just had a conversation with our brother, shot the coach Carter. We were talking about the last deals we've done. I said, bro, I haven't done a deal in years. I've I've sold other sold off personal properties and helped other people sell their properties, but I haven't purchased anything in years because to be honest, there's no great deals out there. Some of y'all still out here buying real estate in the market where the deals are trash. Y'all, 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 <laughs> y'all, y'all grabbing a fallen knife. That's all I'm gonna say. And I'm gonna leave that alone. But um probably the dumbest purchase. But tell everybody out there, man. Let us know. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still buying, I'm I'm still buying real estate in this in this zone. Um, hey man, listen. But the way I'm buying the real estate is, you know, I buy 
I only buy from the government. So I have a system. And if the numbers don't fit my system, that's the, uh, back to discipline. I've become disciplined enough to only buy things that fit within my system. In your system. Right. Everything in the, in the past, system. I haven't had that discipline. Currently, I have that discipline. I'm disciplined enough to only buy from the government. I don't buy from people or from. Hey, that's fine. You, so you got your system that works for you, and that's cool. Yeah. But, you know, that, like, I don't like to deal with people. So when you buy from the government or you, or you buy from, you know, entities like banks and stuff like that, you're not dealing with people per se. You're dealing with an entity, and I like to deal with entities. I don't really like dealing with people. Understood. You know understood. I mean? So I'm and, and it's getting I'm not just pooping on real estate. I made a I made a living off real estate, literally yeah. fed myself and my family my my entire adult life. But all of them ain't good persons. Yeah, just just, just you gotta be careful. Yeah. So my, but my point want. is getting back to the original conversation. What is the purchase that you made that you that you justified? You talked yourself into and you know you had no business. And I what bought, is something I that you made? a Versace shirt that I wore <laughs> to a club? I bought a Versace shirt. Some some um linen pants, a Versace belt, and some shoes, and some Versace shoes. I went into the club. I paid a grip to get in the club. I paid a grip to get in VIP. I paid crazy amount for like four bottles of champ. Oh, okay. So you my and and the shirt was sweated out within thirteen seconds because it was the humidity in that joint was nutty. You nutty you like, couldn't even like, appreciate the shirt because. Like half of the colors was faded weird because of my sweat. Like it was crazy. Yes, yeah, so you was wilding. You was walking around like you just signed a max contract. Yeah, but, um, man, I, did, I, did <laughs> I did a crazy. That was a crazy night. That well, was, that that say, was a couple nights. For the folks out there, give us your stories. Leave them in the comments. Leave them on social media. Shoot us a message. Um, if you listen to this on the audio podcast or you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, because that is where we air. Our weekly podcast. Just give us your story and tell us what you struggle with as in terms of discipline, man. I had an athlete night. <laughs> we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Um, please give us feedback. Hit us up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as we always say, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much you keep. Game elevates. We'll see you guys on our next episode. Peace.